The heels left the pedal, squeezing mortar between my toes. I used to think that I was something, still something, I suppose. And do you still see my silhouette when your lashes start to close? I'd like to know. Oh, Roberta, where have you gone? Good morning. How's everyone doing on a wonderful Tuesday morning post-Memorial Day weekend? Usually this would be a pretty, pretty bummer of a day going back to work after a fun Memorial Day weekend out in the sun and shit. But where I was, it wasn't that sunny out. And going back to work is just sitting back at home for most of us. I mean... I guess lucky people. Some people still got it. Commute and all that. Anyway, hope everyone's doing well. Let's see. Who do we got in the chat? We got Nate Richmond, Troy Pike, Stu Morfit, Hamza Shah, and Gooper. Morning. Patrick Dem says, what is this? Great, because you, you reminded me to do my opening spiel. This is the little morning show I've been doing during quarantine. Talk about... Uh, we talk about the weather, we talk about uh, an, uh, an American town, we talk about a baseball player, and we talk about some books. It's for me, it's not for you, but if you enjoy it, that's awesome, too. Make that rhyme. And uh, that's what this is, and I hope everyone is uh, waking up nice and nice and easy and have a cup of coffee. I got a cup of coffee here. It's a uh, new coffee. It's supposed to be really strong. I made it better. If you remember, I made it poorly. And I got all these mugs from our store. This is the last one the past mug, but I'm not happy because the logo should be here. If I hold it like this, you should be able to read it, but I got to hold it like this. Who the hell holds a mug like that? So I got, I put a message to our, our, our employees that run the store and said, Hey, fix the mugs. I got seven mugs now. The logo's all weird. So got to fix that shit. Anyway, coffee's pretty good, so I'm excited about that. All right, let's see. What's going on today? This is what's going on John Boy Media today. We didn't beat. Everyone uh, pretty much planned their, their shows around the long weekend. So yesterday we had a talking baseball come out. Yesterday we had a watching baseball come out. Yesterday we had a ton of stuff come out. Today, we've got Talking Yanks come out. We recorded yesterday voicemail app. That was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're a Yankees fan, voicemail apps have been pretty fun lately. John Boy Jake Radio, we also recorded that yesterday, and we talked just like a, we didn't do the normal show. We recorded it yesterday because Jake's driving all day today, so we won't be live today with it. But we talked about a bunch of stuff, just kind of like caught up on our lives and our Memorial Days and the, the killer who's on the loose because that kind of, was a lot of the conversation in my house this weekend. Is that good? Did they find that dude yet? Uh, a lot of you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, but I I want to see if they found him yet overnight. And it looks like they did not. So he's still at large. So if you live in the Pennsylvania area, be safe. I'm not going to give him any pop. Laughs from the past today. That's why I got my last from the past mug. Last from the past today is a is oh, speaking of fucking murderers. Damn. Last from the past is about the first ever serial killer in the Wild West. Crazy, crazy story. And um, 
the statutes of limitations has passed so much that it's kind of fun, whereas the current um, murderer and serial killer who's on the loose isn't fun. So it's a tough transition for me to bring that up right before talking about the last in the past episode. Tough. Pinstripe Strong, Joe's and the Boys, they put out an episode. Talking Folk has an episode all about Chris Stapleton out. And Sequence with Trevor Plouffe later today is an episode with David Dahl. I think it's uh, he finally gets a home run off Jensen, or was that the last one? I forget. I don't know. But that's what's coming out. And um, let me uh, rearrange the chat so it's not all the way over there in case you guys are saying anything fun and worthwhile. Someone in Periscope said, whoa, no way you have a normal sleep schedule. It's only 8.30. Um, I think I went to sleep at midnight. It was rather normal. Anyway, the weather today in Madison, Mississippi is 70 degrees and the sun's coming out through a couple clouds. Bam. Madison, Mississippi, named after President Madison, obviously, 10 miles north of Jackson, I believe, destroyed during the Civil War. I was reading up on Madison, Mississippi. They did some crazy stuff to try and get northerners to uh, to move to Mississippi. They claimed, this was their big claim, that uh, living in Mississippi, Mississippians were one-third healthier by official figures than people in New York and Massachusetts. That was their big claim to get people to move uh, from the Northeast to Mississippi, which, uh, I don't know, kind of surprised me. Why wouldn't you just say healthier? Why would you, like, make the made-up number be one-third healthier? Because I don't even understand what one-third healthier means. Why wouldn't you just say official figures say that Mississippians are healthier than people from New York and Mass? That would be like, okay, I guess there's some there's some logic behind that. But when you throw out that they're one-third healthier, it's like, what are the measurements? What are the margins? What's that mean? So good job and bad job by uh, Madison, Mississippi right there. I think it's on, a, it's on a reservoir, so there's some waterfront. And I took a tour on YouTube, and it was nothing but commercial places like Ultra and Panera Bread and Best Buy and all those like early aught. Uh, strip malls or whatever you want to call them. Anyway, so that's the weather in Madison. Everyone that's listening from Madison, Mississippi, you can be pretty excited that it's going to be a nice day today. And that's all I have to say about that. Our baseball player of the day is Bobby Higginson, Mr. Tiger. Dude, Bobby Higginson's career, crazy. A lot of people, if you're younger, probably don't even know him. And we'll go, wrong page, but we'll go to his career. So Bobby Higginson played for the Tigers from 1995 to 2005. Never was on a winning team. But look look at some of these numbers here. I don't know if they're big enough for you guys. He was good. Um... Like, he was good. I don't... He never... So, the, the, the weird part is, like, he never was an all-star. He never got any awards. So, if you look at, like, his award section, never even got votes for anything. Um, and he had some really good years 
and it's kind of shitty. Like, look at look at these slash lines and OPS. Oh, oh, oh! Look at these slash lines and OPSs. So, like, in '96, he had a 145 OPS plus. In 2000, he had a 915 OPS, 135 OPS plus. Like those are really good years, really above average years, but he's got no awards to show for it. He never played a postseason game. But he put it together for, I mean, let's see, he got really hurt in 2005, so I'm not even going to count it. And he's got two down years at the end of his career where he had, uh, I think he had knee problems. But look at this. I mean, 10-year career. And we're averaging a 114 OPS plus and an 816 OPS with a 359 on base percentage. Good numbers. Good numbers. I had some, uh, let's see, this is, uh, you know what? I went through his home run log and he actually had a bunch of cool home runs. Dude liked the moment. This is um, Doc Holliday. Rest in peace. Has a no hitter going, and he's one out away from completing the no hitter. And the Tigers pinch hit Bobby Higginson. They pinch hit Higgy. Doc's one out away from the no hitter, and what does Higgy do? Takes a little look like a sinker or something deep. Pinch hit home run to break up the no no. Crazy. Should have muted that. And then I was looking at uh, the rest, some other uh, home run, home runs for, for Higginson. Like if you go to his home run log, there was another cool one. There was, there was one home. He had a lot of like <clears throat> clutch home runs, which is cool. Uh, look at this. So if you sort home runs, shout out baseball reference, sponsor the show. If you sort home runs by winning percentage added, he had a bunch that were really late in games. Like this one was cool off Mariana Rivera in 1999. This game, Tigers, Yankees, 1999. I, I doubt there's any nicknames, but we can we can do the game. Chuck. I mean, Chuck's name's got to be Charles, right? It's not a not a nickname. Well, I mean it kind that's like an in-betweener, but uh Oh, his first name was Edward, Edward Charles. But Chuck is a nickname for Charles, so I don't know if we counted on the official list. Chili Davis, was Chili a nickname? What's Chili Davis's real name? Charles. Wow. Imagine if both those guys just went by Charles, Charles Knobloch and Charles Davis. Chad, Scott, Ricky, Jorge. Hideki. Oh, Arabu started this game. Let's see. On the Tigers, you got Gabe Kapler pinch hit. Kareem Garcia pinch hit. Brad Osmus. Wow. There's two. Uh, Gabe and Brad, two former, two. They went on to be managers. Bobby Higginson, Dean Palmer, Tony Clark. He went on to be uh, head of the PA. A lot of future baseball men on that Tigers team. They never won. Willie Blair. Anyway, so Mariano's one strike away in the ninth inning. 
one strike away from winning the game. He's already got two outs, and then Bobby steps up to the plate, hits a home run to tie it. That's kind of cool. He had a bunch of those. I was looking at his home run log. I was looking at his... Um, I was looking at Higgy's... The fuck is it? Versus Hall of Famers. That's another page I like looking at for these guys. And... Versus Hall of Famers. He's got a home run off of... Oh, no. That's just anyone. Freddie Garcia is not a Hall of Famer yet after his resurgence in second career. Maybe. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Two home runs off Messina. One off Holiday. We watched that. One off Pedro and one off Mariano. And uh, two for five versus Randy Johnson. How about that? The reason why I put unfortunate in the title is because this dude never won ever. There's uh, an article I read, and it's pretty brutal. Listen to this paragraph. In his 11 seasons as a Tiger, Higginson, Higgy, had never been on a winning team. That was bad enough. But he had suffered far longer than that. In three minor league seasons on four different teams, Higginson had never been on a winning club. Minor league baseball, no one cares that much about winning and losing, but still kind of, it's always more fun to win. Going back to his college days at Temple University in Philadelphia, Higginson was part of four more losing clubs. That meant Higginson had never been on a team with a winning record from his freshman year in college through his 11 years in the major leagues. How much does that suck? Just never never was on a, a team that won more than they lost from 18 years old till he retired from baseball. Also had a really, 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 really good arm, but because he was kind of undersized and because the Tigers were so bad, teams didn't give a shit, so they just ran like crazy. Like, they constantly tested his arm. He led the league in uh, outfield assists, I think it's four times. Yeah, he led the league in outfield assists four times with a career-high 20 in 1997 and finished second on two other occasions. So, dude was a really good baseball player, but a really unfortunate timing. Bummer. Someone in the in the chat said, haircut looks good. Thanks, because it, it didn't. My, my wonderful girlfriend Katie gave it to me in the bathroom. Didn't start out good. Started out with just scissors. I had like bangs that were halfway down my face and the rest of my hair was really long. Looked like a old uh, Beatles cut with the short bangs and the, and the wide helmet head. It was scary. And I checked my Amazon and I was like, well, let's see if they delivered the buzzers, you know? And then uh, in the middle, like when I was at his abort spot, and I was like, hey, they delivered them. Let's go downstairs, get, get the buzzers. Then she buzzed it up, blended it in. I'm happy with it for not having to go somewhere and pay. So that was that. All right. So that's uh Higgy. You know, we do a random baseball player every day. And this one landed on Bobby Higginson. Producer Luke found his name. Boom. Like a good career. Like the numbers are really good. And I want to, I don't want to say he's got nothing to show for it. Cause obviously he was a professional baseball player for 10 years and probably got some good money and a really good lifestyle and some awesome stories and stuff. But as far as like accolades go, no all-star no post postseason game ever, never on a winning team. 
I think as soon as he retires, the Tigers win the pennant in 2006. It's brutal. But fun. All right. And that's all I have to say about that. Next up, I watched Grant last night. I mean, obviously, if you've, if you've listened to this, you know I, I like history. And I, we also have a history show called Last from the Past. And we did a whole season on the Civil War uh, once in Last from the Past. I think it was season two, I believe. Well, a, a History Channel is doing a, a miniseries special on Grant. And it's awesome. Because his rise to become who he was is amazing. He was just kind of like a drunk that hung out and worked like at a like a town store, basically. Then he becomes general and whatever. So I just threw this up here just to let you guys know. If you haven't checked it out, you should check it out. It's pretty well done. There were some weird CGI moments where I was like, is that a real guy or was that CGI? Why they do CGI? Why it seems like up the budget for CGI, but then it's bad CGI, so then I'm noticing it. But for the most part... It was really good. I enjoyed it. There's another episode tonight and then tomorrow night. So, and even um, even Katie. Katie watched it with me, and she was even enjoying it. She was like, hey, pause it whenever she left the couch. And I was like, oh, wow. Actually, you're enjoying this. That's cool. So, Grant's been good. And then random book of the day. I grabbed this one, and if we have any young people that love football, it's kind of a good book. Kind of. I don't know if I'd enjoy it now. But John Grisham. John Grisham writes a million books. And I think some are hit or miss. And sometimes you wonder if he's just churning out books just to churn them out. Like, you know, like, does he have ghostwriters just churning out books for him? Or is he actually sitting and thinking and writing and pouring himself into all these books? Hard to know because he's got so many. I went through a Grisham phase where I read a bunch of them. They're easy reads. You know, and a lot of a lot of them are cool. But this book is about uh, if you like if you enjoy Friday Night Lights and the glorification of American high school football and the the bright lights and you want to feel kind of nostalgic. Like I read this when I was a freshman or sophomore in high school. I actually remember reading it in history class and the kid behind me was reading over my shoulder and I would be like, you done? And then he would be like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, yeah. And then I'd flip the page and we'd read it together, <laughs> which is super weird. Uh, and then eventually I was like, I'll just give it to you after the fact because I'm going to read it outside of this class as well. And then I won't be on the same page with you anymore. And he was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So anyway, it's about this high school football coach, legendary high school football coach, dies. And the best player to ever come out of that high school comes back for the funeral. And he just chills on the bleachers with his old teammates and they relive the glory days. And kind of try to figure out if they loved or hated him. And the main character, Neely Crenshaw is his name, has to, you know, figure out his thoughts on the coach and if he ruined his life or helped him. And, you know, there's like past love shit. It's crazy. There's this scene in like the in the state championship game where in the the first like forget the first 10 plays, they just go out and get as many penalties as they can just to like put fear into the other players i forget it's been well i'm 31 years old now and i read it when i was a sophomore in high school in mr o'keefe's history class pomperog high school john platt read it over my shoulder andrew chapin who's a big part of the john boy media company was in that class with me that's cool um that's when i read it so what 15 16 years ago i read it haven't reread it since 
Um, but I think if, if you're, if you don't like reading, you like sports, you want to go to the beach and read an easy read and you, and this is a good one. I'd suggest it. I think if I read it now, I'd find it very corny and a little over the top with the whole nostalgia stuff. But also I love that shit. So maybe I wouldn't. This is the, the back says Grisham makes this football game so real that the reader can almost see and hear it. Almost. High school and All-American Neely Crenshaw was probably the best quarterback ever to play for the legendary Messina Spartans. Fifteen years have gone by since those glory days, and Neely has come home to Messina to bury coach Eddie Rake, the man who molded the Spartans into an unbeatable football dynasty. Now, as Coach Rake's boys sit in the bleacher waiting for the dimming field lights to signal his passing, they replay the old games, relive the old glories, and try to decide once and for all whether they love Eddie Rake or hate him. For Neely Crenshaw, a man who must finally forgive his coach and himself before he can get on with his life, the stakes are especially high. So I don't know. First word of the book is the, and last word of the book is ending. The ending. Damn. Grisham had it mapped out all along. Uh, all right, I'll read the chat for a little because we're not doing John Boy and Jake radio today at 10. I think I'm going on... Uh, what am I going on? I'm going on something today at 1040. Uh, I'm going on, I'm going on, checking my calendar. I know I put it in here. What am I going on? Oh, the Jake Asman Show. Yeah, SB Nation National Radio. So I'll be on that at 1040. And then I think I'm going on a... a like a Locked On Astros or a Houston podcast. Let's see. Uh, since you're available at two your time, why don't you call? I'm going on the with H-Town Wheelhouse podcast, which I think is Locked On, whatever, which is a trap. I don't know why I say yes to it. I like the guy. He's nice. But basically, I, I don't care about the Astros anymore, and I haven't talked about them for a long, long time. But Astros fans will always say that's the only thing I ever talk about. So going on a Houston podcast probably is a dumb move, but guy asked me to come on his show, and I feel like I said yes. Caught me in a moment of niceness. I'm trying to say no to everything because too many. Anyway, what's the chat? What's going on in the chat? Um, well, what's going on? Oh, Abe's here. What up? You should have a book club. I sh. I don't read, I can't read fast enough anymore. Like I'm reading this Wild Bill book and you guys are hearing about it like once a week at least. I just read a story in the Wild Bill book that I wanted to share, but I, I can't just share every story I read, but it's crazy, dude. Dude escaped jail in the in the uh, Civil War. I have a full-size Bobby Higginson model bat from when I was a kid. I got it at a giveaway in Detroit. I don't think anyone does that anymore. I have a... Uh, I have a hockey stick with like the 2001 Chicago Blackhawks all signed it. It's just, it's in a, but it's a not in well, not in good condition. Are you still doing the 93 second giveaway on Instagram? I got to be honest with you, Troy. I don't, I don't run our Instagram. So um, the only thing I do is I post the breakdowns that I make. Like if I make a breakdown today, I'll post it on the Instagram myself. Otherwise I, 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 uh, 
I don't run the Instagram. But I think we're still doing the 93-second club. Uh, I think a couple of people have won. But, yeah, it's... I don't even have it on my phone anymore because I just post from the internet. I post from a computer. So I do, I don't run that Instagram. Uh, we have a, we have a team, social media managers, interns that are not even interns, but help. So, um, I think they're still doing it. Did you get the Mickey Mantle book, the new Mickey Mantle book or the, the old one? There's a lot of Mickey Mantle books, like The Boys of Summer, Boy of Summer, whatever that book is. What's, what is there a new Mickey Mantle book? New Mickey Mantle book. Let's see. The Mick, that came out in 1985. The Last Boy, that one came out in like 2009, I believe. I don't know which one you're talking about, but uh, I don't have it. But if it's brand new, then I'll wait because I don't like hardcover and I'll wait till it's done. Uh, all right. Baseball, if my favorite... Sh- baseball is my favorite, by the way, so I love your baseball talks. Thanks. Thanks, M. Moss. Uh, you should break down the 2017 World Series. That was a good one. The entire World Series? The breakdowns are like one moment. Not an entire thing. The last boy. Yeah, I haven't had it. Would you ever consider yourself a better interviewer? Would you consider yourself a better interviewer or interviewee? Asked Mick. <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, I don't I. I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't clap myself on the back for either. Just trying to do and learn and be the best at it I can. I think uh, if. You know, when I went on uh, when I went on ESPN Radio with Michael K. Show, I felt like and like Boomer, I felt like I did a good job. I was happy with myself. I can say that. So, but we've also had some guests on, like the Dale Scott interview. I thought we did a fantastic job. It was just conversational. Same with Lance Lynn. Same with um, same with uh, uh, Doolittle. Like those are all like. But uh, interviewers tough because I think if people want, like you know, Larry David. And they want like hard hitting questions. Like we're not trying to do that. Guys coming on the show. We just want to chat, have some fun. Best gummy. Uh, I don't know. I just get whatever's given to me. I just eat whatever's given to me on the gummy front. So. Is your girlfriend going to make an appearance in any shows? We used to do a show together, Katie and I. It was uh, called Just Talking. But now if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, we we change the feed from just talking to the morning show on the, on the podcast app because we just didn't have time to do it anymore, but it was fun. We talked about a lot of social issues and stuff like that. A lot of, uh, uh, cognitive biases and that stuff. So it was cool. I mailed you a copy of the last boy, ask your boy in Jersey. He's supposed to give it to you. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you mail it to me, then I'll put it, I'll put it on the stack of books and I'll get to reading it. I'm going to get going. I got to do, some breakdowns, I think. I have one Pedro Martinez one. I have it edited. I just need to lay the audio down. I edited it while I was in uh, New Jersey over the weekend. Anyway, I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you guys have a uh, great Tuesday. Get back into the flow of things. That's what I'm going to try and do. We're not doing anything today because Jake's on the road all day. Oh, we're recording Talking Baseball tonight. Trevor's Tidbits. Hopefully we get some good news about baseball soon. That would be fantastic. Other than that, I'm out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Between my toes.
I used to think that I was something, still something, I suppose. And you still see my silhouette when your lashes start to close. I'd like to know. Oh, Roberta, 